Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you're using, and of course... YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. <laughs> Fuck. Why does YouTube make you do the at thing? Why? Does Elon Musk, Elon Musk own I, YouTube as I well? I thought everything was, you know, we were eliminating Stupid. unnecessary yeah. uh, words and things we don't need. Um, we we really don't need an at after it. Just slash at is yeah. is gross. Yeah, really. Come weird. on, YouTube, figure it out. I think it's because we we're not like YouTube's equivalent of a blue tick right now. Okay, I think that's what happens when you're on like post wrestling right uh, territory, which you can find us on every Tuesday at ten fifteen p.m. as we talk all about NXT and up next on the YouTube.com slash post wrestling. Yeah, they get the at out. Yeah, yeah, do we're they, not there yet. Do, do they have? I think they have an app. No, I don't think they've got an app. Oh, okay. Let's let's try at at me. Yeah, um, th- that's what we do every Tuesday night. We talk about NXT, but Sundays here on our own feed, the Poison Rana feed, we're gonna hit you with a little uh, pro wrestling, some some chat, and there's a lot to chat about because we were rumbling. We were last night. Rumble, young man, rumble. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, the real the real big show of the year is the Royal Rumble. Mm. All, all the wrestling fans come together, all the non-wrestling fans come together, and everything in between. You've got to uh, explain to all your non-wrestling friends, like, the everything are... going on, the rules, like, what everything means. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. It's pretty wild. Uh, we're recording this noon on Sunday, the, the, night a- the day after, sorry, the Royal Rumble, and uh, we... We had a, a little rumble party. Oh yeah, we had a we had, day. We yeah. had a whole day. We did. We did actually. Uh, for any for any uh, Toronto GTA listeners, we went out to the Smash Wrestling Show during the day over at the Rec Room in Toronto. Right, that was the closest walk from our house oh, to it. So venue. nice. It was about a two minute walk from yeah. our, our house to get there. So. We were still late, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we got to see uh, books and looks. Books and looks, our new great. favorite tag team, yeah. like Andre Chase and half of P- Pretty Deadly. Kind yeah, of. Matt Weird. Riddle or something. Yeah, okay. it was pretty sick. Uh, those guys put on a great show. Shout out Smash Wrestling. Uh, shout out Kevin Bennett, Smash Wrestling Champion. Yes, check out our interview with Smash Wrestling Champion yeah. Kevin Bennett, who's actually defending the title today, probably, right now. Uh, probably any minute now yeah. against uh, Psycho Mike. Uh, but got to see him. He was in a scramble. He was, you know, he was being the champ. He went off and had a had a beer Actually, right the by bar. us during the that was a great bit. during the match. Yeah. Um, of course, we were stationed right there. <laughs> we were like, hey, we're here already, so we fit the gimmick for sure. Uh, yeah, we had a long day. We went to this wrestling and show. Shout out Smash! They filled like Rec Room is a pretty big venue, yeah. and they there was a great turnout for it's that packed. show. Um, and I know they had it all set up to watch the Rumble after, where I assume a lot stayed stayed on. We. We're a little cheap here. As we just said, we, we still have an act in our yeah. YouTube thing. So we just came back and, and had our own beers from the LCBO and watched here. Yeah, we had a lot of friends coming over. Uh, we decided we wanted... Plus, we wanted to, like, you know, gamble on the Rumble and stuff yeah. like that. But we had a great time there. Shout out uh, a listener, Marty, uh, from, yes. was it, Father and Son Wrestling F- Podcast? FNS Wrestling yeah. Podcast. Man, this guy was uh, awesome, and uh, he came up to us, and uh, he, he said he was a longtime listener. So uh, we got to... We, we wanted to shout you out, Marty, because you were a good dude. So, yeah, he, he does this, this weekly podcast with his son, where yeah. they kind of... Uh, talk about, I guess, the, the week in wrestling and yeah. stuff. But he's been doing it with his son since he was 12. So on this podcast, he's kind of 
documented his son's whole wow. like growing up and stuff, talking about wrestling and you know, like uh, yeah, he'll be in the hangover years soon. Which, <laughs> like, if I was a dad, I'd be like, right. Son, recording 8 a.m. tomorrow <laughs> just to fuck with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was, he was uh, awesome. And he said he, he takes his, nice kid, guy. his kid to all these wrestling shows. And that's just awesome. So, uh, yeah, go check them out. They were, they were really nice. But we went to this show. We went to see some wrestling. And then as it ended, it was just before seven. We're like, all right, now we have time for that two minute walk to get back home and set up for the Royal Rumble. And then, yeah, we had a bunch of friends over. Uh, we, we dual screened it. We had our two TVs going on. We had everything going on. We, <laughs> I, I see you. You, I, I woke up and the place looks a lot better than it did when it's, I came. It's getting there. Uh, I came home. Uh, <laughs> I came home this morning at like four thirty in the morning, and I didn't have my keys. And I tried. I tried oh, messaging you okay. like, "Hey, leave the door open," because. I don't think I don't think I have my keys. I was trying to call you like right away, but then I saw a missed call this morning. I left. I left like eighty missed calls. Okay, so I I I came home and I was like, crap! Like I guarantee this fucking guy's on his lazy boy, like right there. But I bet the door's locked. So I told our our, luckily our boy, our one security boy was working right downstairs. So he came in. He had to go get the like you know whatever keys to Mm. eventually open up our door. But as me and him are getting off the elevator, we're talking. I'm talking. I'm probably out of my mind. Yeah, talking to him about. Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And as we approach our, our, our door to our apartment, we start hearing like the TVs on. So I'm like, wait, is this guy still having a party at our house? Like is travel over? What's going on? And he's like, are you, sh-? he's, he goes, are you sure? Like he's asleep. Have you tried knocking? I'm like, I know he's not. Yeah. He, I know I, he's I not. I know David. <laughs> so we open the, he opens the door for me. And as I open the door, it's like, you're, th- there's just like YouTube videos blasting. I don't know what you were watching, but like just. I was watching John and Wayne. Yeah, it was it, it was just like you, random YouTube video. Oh, I must have just gone yeah. on to whatever's recommended after John at post wrestling. Yeah, YouTube. probably Simon Gotch. But you're just like, place. yeah, it was. You were just like out cold, yeah, dead. And I'm I had like, a day. Oh, yeah, we did. We had a very long day. You were you were just out cold, and I and I jokingly went, "Hey, wake up, go to bed," and you didn't move. I like went close to you. I poked you. I eventually threw like a, a cup at you. Nothing. You know, you were just. I was like, man, like someone could come in here, rob the place. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even budget uh, at all. Uh, but yeah, the, the the place last night was a little, a little messy. Someone brought brought the henny. I'm looking at the oh yeah like the the was that the ter- you got the rocks uh, tequila Terramana. yeah Terramana. I, I got well the new one well at least new for yeah uh, Ontario is the Anejo Terramana. so it's. It's got a bit more like vanillary, a bit sweeter. I'd Did you say. buy the Rocks tequila because you thought he was going to win? Uh, I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I got it just in case. Yeah. Should have got some uh, Broken Skull IPA as well. But I guess it True. would have been, what is it, cigars and whiskey Cody does? Yeah. We had, we had whiskey. Didn't well, have, if you saw some of the press conference, it looks like Cody, maybe we should have got some Mountain Dew Pitch Black is what we should have done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he tried that for the first time or something. He's like, I haven't had sugar in three years. Wow. Having a, one sip of that would just, yeah, just, just you're just on a tear for the next. Should have drank a sip before Shows winning the rumble. Raw tomorrow, looking like Bray Wyatt. Just <laughs> one sip. Yeah. That's all it takes. Uh, yeah. So we had friends over. We had a bunch of people. We watched the Royal Rumble, and we're gonna chat a little about it uh, here today. It, it is fun, even, and I think a lot of people can can 
uh, agree is like the the non wrestling friends or the like the casual wrestling friends. It, it it interests them because you you like you said you just described well there's 30 guys and they all come out and you don't know who it is it instantly that's like oh that's a hook for something I want to see that I I found as well with this year's especially a um, lot of interest with everything that's been going on backstage right with um, Vince coming back but them sort of apparently assuring talent that Triple H is still in control of everything and. You watch an event like the Rumble, because this is very much setting up everything for Mania. And you, I feel like the smart fans can have a sense of whose fingers have been on something, mm. you know? And we're going into this thinking, okay, is this going to be the first, like, Triple H booked Rumble? Is it going to feel like a Vince booked Rumble? You've also got one of the hottest stories going for a long, long time with Sammy and the Bloodline. You're going, well, is could they could they kind of switch things up and have Sammy win the Rumble? Mm. Cody Rhodes, it feels like the story since his return last year's Mania that coming back from injury, he'd win the Rumble. You've then got these reports of The Rock saying, I'm not ready, but is he throwing that out there to, you know, swerve us, bro, and show up? There's that element. There's the element of Stone Cold Steve Austin apparently being pitch matches. And then you hear earlier in the day, the men's Rumble is opening the show and then your mind starts going like okay so they're opening they're not closing with it so yeah. they must be having something pretty big for the main event planned if they're opening with it but it, it's i love it i love all the kind of theorizing going into it which i don't think you get so much with your other pay-per-views where you're going ah who's gonna win this guy or that guy this guy or that guy um yeah. and this year i think i think they did pretty good job with having a few people you kind of feel could do it this year yeah, this year had when you when you're fo- actual following the story like this year had a few different avenues that it could go. Obviously, them announcing Cody returning in the Rumble was a move that they did for reasons. Kind of now looking after the match, you're like, oh yeah, they they put him in knowing everyone knows that he's going to show up, and every time a number comes out that's not him, you kind of go, okay, well maybe he's just thirty then, yeah. and that's exactly what they did. So you wouldn't be doing the whole like the Sammy Daniel Bryan-esque kind of thing would not happen again. That's the smart way of I yeah. guess booking around that. I do still feel like uh if you had Sammy in early and he was tossed out and then Cody shows up and you didn't announce him, I still think that reaction I I feel like his reaction wasn't as loud as po- possibly just getting the shock of him uh, returning. Uh, call me, yeah. call me I, 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 a little old school. I like the return. I, I do pop, like r- return. Rumble, pop. You know? I do like the surprise. I, I feel with Cody, it was so obvious he was coming back anyway. Sure. So maybe their thinking is why not have a little buzz going into it? Why not sell the fuck out of all these American nightmare t-shirts prior to the rumble? So right. like, I don't know. I, I think they were quite smart with opening with it. Not just not having Sammy in the match, but not having the Usos, not having Solo Sokoa, not having any of the bloodline. Like, it made sense storyline-wise, and you didn't get that backlash of Sammy not being in it at all. Right. If you open with, say, the men's, like, uh, championship, and then closed, right. with that, I think you could have got backlash. So I, I thought they were quite smart with it. All right, did anyone else in their uh, groups get upset that the men's... Rumble started first because you know there's always people there's always stragglers 
who are always a few minutes late to the, the to the party. We were meant to bring splitters to set who, up our two TVs. Well, well, people, <laughs> well, well, it's the rumble, right? So everyone does want to put in a, a a buck or two to kind of pull some numbers. I don't know. We, I'm sure it's it's always fun to do, and you, you can't do that when it just starts and the match is already going. So it's yeah. like, well, we can't pull numbers now. So we were trying to when the reports came out that. Uh, like whenever if Sean Ross Sapp reports something, it's it's probably true. So he was reporting before the Rumble started that the men's was going to mm. start it. So that's it, when we assembled our numbers. It's always that <laughs> I'm not ready. It's it's it was the same when we saw Omega versus Danielson. It's like oh I'm I'm not like yeah. mentally or physically prepared for this match yet. I need to like we have to be. We, we've got we've got pizza coming at some point. We're yeah. like still people are filing in. Um, yeah, it's I do. Once you get into it, sure, it's great. And I think especially the length of this um, men's rumble, which, I, I mean, I guess we should start going into the the match. Um, sure, yeah. But I think this is one of the... This is, I think, the longest traditional rumble, if we're excluding the, the Saudi Arabia Greatest Raw Rumble, which they seem to be doing now with no mention of Daniel Bryan going the distance. Right. Um, but yeah, this... So I think opening with... With a match like this, while the crowd's hot, going, what was it, 71, 72 minutes? One hour, 11 minutes, 25 seconds. Yeah. The new record set by Gunther. Rey Mysterio's a, old record. What a, sh- what a showing from Gunther, though. Yeah. Like, it's, we've seen your, you know, your, your smaller guys, your cardio guys, like your, your Seths or your Rays or whatever. Having a big dude like Gunther go, like 71 minutes and it wasn't one of those things where it's all right well we'll have him dominate start with and then put him through a table and he can sleep for half an hour on the outside or get stretched out no this was Gunther in the ring doing stuff the entire time uh I thought and from that alone I was like okay Triple H's hands are on this one yeah uh I I like the match itself uh it still felt like the last few years rumbles there had they had like a few good spots and i'd say it definitely picks up like the second half but it's still something if you were to replay the first half of this rumble with last year's Mm. and the year before that and the year before that you probably and i switched them around you probably wouldn't be able to tell me you could tell by who shows up but everything else is, is kind of the same thing it wasn't until like halfway through the rumble when things actually started the story of oh Gunther's still in this oh there's here's one surprise like Kofi Kingston you know pour one out for yeah. two years in a row mm. slipping up on the on the rumble spot we'll never know what he was trying to do was he trying to sit in the chair because it looked like he goes flying and it, he was definitely trying to because the chair like rolled and then he tried to like save it by putting his foot in the air and just holding it there yeah. was clearly waiting for the someone to come over and be like okay, you're still in, or like, nah. Yeah, they just cut away and never mentioned it. Yeah, I got to assume we are the NXT guys. We follow NXT. There's been a little back and forth between Booker T and Kofi. Booker comes out shortly after Kofi's elimination. I'm wondering if he was meant to land in the chair, stay there, and Booker comes out and sweeps the chair away or something. Because it was very, like, Booker coming out, Good. It was a good pop, good yeah. surprise in San Antonio, Texas, where he's from. Um, but just doing, you know, a couple of scissor kicks, spin a Rooney, and that was it. 
I got to assume there was something planned with Kofi there. I, I figured that. We've been joking about it for weeks. Like, oh, they have to have this moment where they finally stand off and could promote even like a WrestleMania match or something if you wanted to go that route. But yeah, poor Kofi, man. Mm. Like two years in a row. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just devil's advocate, but like, why the chair? There's a lot of other things you could have done. Why, like, why? I think he's done so many things, and also like he's already done the chair. He's still, uh, obviously, he's still super athletic, but he's not like he's not the kid he used to be. He's not so like he's a a dad of three or whatever. Like he's he's been going for a bit. So these are definitely these spots are are tough. Um, It's not even like it's. You know what? There was a moment when it was him and Xavier where they you thought they were going to fight and then they slap each other's butts. Yeah, which that was, was fun. Funny, but like everyone was assuming Big E comes out, but like, hey guys, we're not there He's yet. Not ready yeah, yet. exactly. Um, yeah, what I thought I I agree. Like it kind of felt maybe like the others where there's still a bit of a lack of surprises, and I think that's something that people really enjoy in the Rumble. I off the top of my head, the only two surprises I can think of was uh, Booker T and a returning Edge. Right. But I would say what this one um, did better in than the last few years is having a lot of stories built up uh, moving forward. You had Edge and Edge and the Judgment Day with Dominic Mysterio is just fucking killing it right now. Whether it's ironic love or just general love for it, it's working. Him coming out uh, with that teardrop tattoo and the I'm, I'm your mammy t-shirt and just being with that shit eating grin. And having that whole thing with Edge, I thought that was really good. You set up furthering the Brock and Lashley stuff. You set up the, which I assume is Seth uh, Rollins, Logan Paul, because Logan eliminated Seth. Right. That was set up. I felt this one more so than previous years actually had a lot of things going on, making Gunther look like this absolute killer, putting that stare down with Brock there. So, I mean, what I'm hoping is you do maybe Lashley, Brock at Chamber, and then, and then you've got the uh, the Lesnar Gunther at Mania. So I, I will say it did really well throughout the whole Rumble in setting up maybe five different stories. But I still want my you know my Steve Blackman pop where he returns. At he the didn't Rumble. show up, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then he didn't even show up with the the glow in the dark nunchucks, as we'll definitely talk about uh, in a few minutes. So I was waiting for Steve Blackman all all morning. I was, you know. Burning the sage, waiting, yeah. just prayers up for Steve Blackman, but he never showed up. Uh, there's always next year. Mm. There- Seems like they've gone full heel with Logan Paul now. Yeah, but I mean, like sense. that was kind of the yeah, that was kind of the thing last time. Uh, well, no, they've been pushing him as a babyface since he's come in. Since and it just with hasn't. Roman, right? Yeah, and yeah, it just hasn't really felt right. Whereas I felt him coming out like yeah, he played it up. They all beat down on him. That spot with Ricochet was pretty fun. As well, yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, he he like springboarding with him uh, he shows he could like hang with with these guys because he definitely can mm. for sure. After watching him wrestle just a few times for definitely. sure, uh, the the rumble itself, like I said, the, the second half definitely got into it. I really love the ending of Cody and Gunther, like just really just having a match out there, and those two were killing it. And everyone in the, in the room was like, "Wait, have these guys fought before? Because this is great." And we kind of wanted them to just keep wrestling. That's something we definitely need to see yeah. as well. Um, the, it reminded me of uh, Sean and Undertaker did exactly, that, where yeah. the final two they have an actual match. Normally, you see maybe five minutes tops. I don't know the late. It felt like they went Ten like the, the final four felt like it was. Yeah. A good like twenty minutes, and I thought you had like 
a real taster of a, an actual match between the two, which I really want to see. Yeah. Um, I, it's funny cause we, uh, we had last year, a uh, friend of ours, big Tom, our, our friend Steve won both rumble pools last year. And this year, Started off by winning the men's rumble. And we were like, this guy just went three in a row. Like he can't go four. He did not win the women's one last night, thankfully, mm. but he had Cody Rhodes as number 30 and I had Gunther. So I was number like, one. let's go, Gunther. My money is on you. I like, I like it being one versus 30 at the end. Yeah. But I got to say, I wish they'd shake things up a bit. It's the last few years you've had, you know, what was it? Uh, Brock coming out in 30 last year, winning. Right. Uh, you had the year before Edge coming out number one right. and winning. Um, let's throw in like a, you know, a number 14 who wins or something random, like shake it up a bit. Cause this, you had what, uh, Rhea, did she enter first? Yeah. This, yeah. She did. You had the, the number one, the number 30 winning. It's a little predictable at this point. I think shake it up with some different. Uh, different numbers and things. Yeah. I will say there was a moment in this match where you looked in the ring and at least for me, I go, oh, actually it's pretty, it's a pretty loaded ring right now with current stars who actually are starting to feel like stars where I feel that hasn't happened for a while. Like you had your, off the top of my head, like a Cody, a Seth, a, a Brock, a Lashley maybe in there. Like there were quite a few like big names in there at the same time. Whereas I feel like it hasn't really felt like that since way back when, when you had like Rock Austin, Triple H, Mick Foley all in the ring at the same right. time. Um, so that's maybe a, a good thing. Uh, I want to give a shout out, pour one out to anyone who drew number 17 in their rumble pool for the men's rumble last night. Cause you were all probably like our friend Trav yelling at the TV about how Rey Mysterio didn't even come out. He's still going to come out. Now, I, He's going to make it. I wonder if uh, on the betting sites, like sometimes if you bet on like sport and you bet for a certain player to score, there's like a void if they don't play. Like right. if they're, if they're not, if yeah. they don't start the game, yeah. you go, your bet's void. You don't lose your money. It's just your money back. If you voted, if you picked Rey Mysterio, would you get your money back? If you got number 17 last night in your picks. Maybe yeah. we need like, at next year's Rumble, have like a mini battle royal of all your people that have been taken out before they've come out. So Rey Mysterio, Scotty Too Hotty, uh, Maven, um, who else? Curtis Axel, I think, was attacked coming to the ring. Eric Rowan was Nunzio, taken out one year. Yeah, yeah there's, there's been few. quite a few. You could do a little 10-man Royal Rumble where the, the winner actually gets to enter in this year's. Rey Mysterio was the real winner of the Royal Rumble last night. He was screwed by his own son, we never even seen you, you Rey could, Mysterio. You could see uh, Cody be like, Ray, I'll, I'll give you a match. Yeah. That would be a fun TV match to do. Cody it's a good Ray. idea. Yeah, do it. Book it. Uh, I do like that Dom did that. It sucks that you didn't get Rey Mysterio in the Rumble, mm. but uh, clearly going towards Dom versus Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. What was interesting as well is someone in our watch party picked up Edge was wearing the same gear as Ray's mask. We don't, we don't see Ray come yeah. out, but Dom's wearing a yellow, black, and white mask uh and then edge is wearing the same pants so is logan paul so maybe <laughs> dream team dream team right there yeah the logan paul one of the original smackdown six yeah um <laughs> but you pleased with cody winning i think maybe not yeah. a surprise but logical enough yeah look just just because it wasn't a surprise doesn't mean it's still the the right pick it's he's totally the guy like 
it makes total sense. There is, there is the, the, ooh, we are kind of really enjoying the Sami Zayn bloodline feud. And you could, you know, call an audible and do that. They probably wouldn't book something like WrestleMania like this. However, split the belts. Cody versus Roman one night, Sammy versus Roman the other night. At this, at this point. But it's something I, I don't see ha- happening. But I personally don't like that. Yeah. I just, I, I think that the championship has felt more than it's ever felt having one. Right. I think having one guy be the guy and then actually having like the IC title feels like a, a strong number two title with your US as a number three. Yeah. I like that. Um, I think as soon as you split them, it starts to dilute it a bit. I think we've seen over the last year, I don't think you need the main title to be featured on every, every show. show all the time. And I think it, it will then, the road to WrestleMania, if it will, if you will, it will feel, yeah, a little diluted if you're trying to build up two programs. This but, is true. But How I, are you but I think to, yeah. in my, the, the fan in me is like, yeah. but I, I want both those programs. Like, both sound good to me. Well, and- like, Sammy's probably just getting the chamber match instead, right? Like, now I figure the main event of rest- of that show is... Although they're doing a chamber then, so what the hell's the chamber? Unless it's in the chamber. They could do just one chamber for the women's, maybe? Like Unless it's- you're doing a chamber like Roman, Owens, Sammy... Uh, Drew, Sheamus... Someone like someone that. Someone like that. Yeah, Who, yeah. They both had a good showing as well, I thought, that... The yeah, artists formerly known as the Banger Bros. Yeah, they're not using that anymore. No. They should. What are they going to change their name to after finally someone told Triple H that it's made? That may was not be definitely an Drew and Sheamus coming up with it and knowing exactly what it is. And it's it went to some like ears that have never heard of the site right. or something. Yeah. So what are they going to call themselves now? Reality Kings? Just two lads. Just two lads. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a different website. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, but going back to. Uh, like the chamber that that's what that's what I imagine now is like this this hope spot at the end uh, you know in Montreal Generico so close to becoming champion but doesn't quite get it and 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 Cody versus Roman is the big WrestleMania money match so yeah it's it's unfortunate because we it does feel like that Br- Daniel Bryan thing a few years ago where it's like well wait a second we have so many months towards this big show but the way this storyline goes you just instantly want to see these two one on one but. There's just so much I mean, other I, pieces. I, I think you could uh, you could main event chamber with the singles match between Sammy and Roman, and you could do like a IC title chamber. We've seen that before. Yeah, like it, it feels big enough right now where you have Gunther lasted 70 minutes. Let's see if he can last five other men in the chamber. That so, kind of thing. Yeah. So you're, then you're saying just Sammy versus Roman? I think that's there. the bigger match, especially yeah. in Montreal. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and then you do the tag at Mania with the Usos. Yeah, uh, it would be interesting. You can't get the Usos in Canada, though. I think it's Jimmy. You can't. Yeah, yeah. so that that's the main the WrestleMania. I mean, we'll, we'll get when we talk about the main event. We'll we'll talk about what yeah. is the future for the Usos. But you know what? Uh, Cody winning is great. I do think Cody versus Roman is still the match that we all still want to see. Obviously, we're enjoying the storyline with the Bloodline, and would love to just go to that match. I think we'll just be seeing that a bit sooner than Mania. And Cody versus Roman, like the big WrestleMania Ultimate Showdown, does still like have my attention. Still yeah. has my my money. So yeah, I'm I'm really happy with Cody winning. Him coming back. It's like, it's, it's just crazy. Like yeah. a year ago, he's in AEW 
And now he's back here and... Cutting cryptic promos yeah. <laughs> against everyone. Yeah, and here he is just winning the Rumble, yeah. man. So, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Well, we had a first last night. Yeah? We had the first ever Mountain Dew pitch black match. It's all about the Mountain Dews, baby. And uh, it was basically a match in the BDE. Just yeah. neon lights. <laughs> it's like a Trippy. Rave. It's great. It was like... Uh, it was like we were all on uh, psychedelics or something. Yeah. So, yeah, Bray Wyatt spends six months on this return angle to promote Mountain Dew. Yeah. It was – I thought – I thought – so, for those who haven't seen it, it was Mountain Dew <laughs> splat on the middle of the ring, lights off, but all these neon lights, the ropes like neon green – Bray looked pretty cool, I thought. His yeah. face paint and stuff, which all glowed in the dark. And they did a, a trick with the lights or something later in the match, so it changed color right. as well. But this was just a match. This in, was... In a, in a party putt. Yeah, like, this was a mini, like mini putt match. This this is exa- yeah, this is exactly what it was. Think when you go mini putting. I, I, what, the what, first thing I thought of was Batman Forever Street Skull, skull Gang match because yeah. that's these glow in the dark villains yeah, from yeah, Batman yeah. and Batman and Robin. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, these that's what this was. Uh, really ridiculous. They're using what kendo sticks that are glowed up and there's like splatter everything again. Looks like a great frosh party, but this to me actually reminded me of that Randy WrestleMania match, yeah, where they built something up and they had a, a name. And then they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. They're like, let's do neon lights. Like, we saw a, a lights out match on NXT with Wendy Chu and Tiffany Stratton, which was actually surprisingly quite entertaining. And yeah. it was like more of a street fight, but with the dark lighting and that kind of thing. This just, I thought visually, like, was nice to look at for a, a little bit. It looked kind of cool. I don't think the audience could see shit. Um, yeah, it, it seemed that way that a lot of people couldn't really see. And they see. just pretty much worked a match. It was it was odd. I was I was expecting a few more like gimmicks, theatrical things or whatever, but we're still just doing the same thing with Bray, really. Yeah, and I you know what, I thought that this was going to be just a, a match where they were hitting each other with weapons and and stuff, and I still was under the impression that this was all just actually going to help get LA Knight even more over. I don't think this match did that. I still think he's on the I, on the right path, but especially seeing him in the ring with the Undertaker. I think the last week, yeah, he's he's proved. I think it's finally people are seeing on the main roster this guy can really talk. Yeah, and yeah, and I I would say this has done a better job for LA Knight than it has Bray Wyatt. Absolutely. Which when you when you see Bray Wyatt's come back, you're pairing him with LA Knight. Yeah, it just seems odd. But I guess if you've waited so long to actually have the match, why not put him against a good talker? I I like LA Knight, and I actually yeah. want to see him do more stuff than than a Bray uh, with his flying Howdy. Oh yeah! So then what? <laughs> we had uh, Uncle Howdy. He, he drank too many. Peek-a-boo comes up from the scaffolding. Yeah, one too many Mountain Dews will get you doing that, right? Jumping off shit here. in his hat. <laughs> Fucking hat. The fucking Babadook. Is that down. the Babadook or is that Cameron Grimes? Yeah, they're one and the same, really. Yeah, uh, he's a leprechaun. He's a little funny little uh, leprechaun. Yeah, uh, we made the joke like months ago when they were. Ana- this match felt like it was advertised for months, and, and this was the like thing. But we were joking like, 
Well, if they got they do a pitch black, it's crazy that this was the first Mountain Dew flavor to get its own match when clearly Baja Blast <laughs> was the deserving factor and needs like this like beach kind of kind of fight. But uh, I it, it 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 reminded me that the last time I was at a store looking at Mountain Dews, I was looking for pitch black. We don't have them here in mm. Canada actually, so we cannot understand the the taste and the feeling of what it feels like to drink a pitch black mountain dew i i also just feel like the wrong gimmick to put this on yeah it, it, what's weird is you never see wwe advertise on their map you know like yeah, yeah. pretty much every other promotion has had you know aw has DraftKings splattered on it wcw had lots of stuff on it new japan has so many logos. Lawson. wwe never do that yeah and they did for this and it's Dew, just baby. bray wyatt the character of spooky bray wyatt isn't the one i associate with marketing like energy pop drinks you know yeah like if this was if this was just like a five minute 24 7 title scramble match where everyone all your jobbers are in neon and it looks cool and it's five minutes and whatever you've done your advertising you've picked up that big check i'd be like oh okay this is yeah you're trying to sell me this this big character bray wyatt's come back and it's as you said to advertise it's a commercial yeah. hashtag ad that's how you knew. That's what they needed to put. You know when they always put their hashtag, like last night, hashtag Royal Rumble? They needed to probably legally next time put hashtag ad over the yeah. next match. Maybe they should learn, like, clearly they're getting bank for these things. I, I'm I'm thinking back to, I enjoyed this more than the Miz versus Zombies sure. or whatever 100%. that was a few years ago. But, but yes, uh Maybe we'll get more beverages getting into the wrestling match type mm. category, like the Diet Coke match, Dr. Pepper match. I don't know. Uh, White Claw on a pole match. <laughs> That's every night here in the BD. But yeah, uh, there's so many different avenues you can. No real reveal. I, I was expecting maybe a reveal of Uncle Howdy, but maybe Bo is just moving forward and this is it. There's not going to be a taking off of the mask or anything, perhaps. Yeah. I'm not sure. But, uh, you, you, we'll see. I, I, I still assume it's Bo. That's like the big I, reveal, I, I mean, the, the things have been like Bo Dallas is backstage tonight and then Uncle Howdy shows yeah, up. Yeah, I just so. don't care. No. <laughs> I don't care at all. You you wasted all of our time. I'm sure there are people into this, though. Yeah, like there are, there are big Fiend fans. We've talked before about how the Undertaker Kane stuff when I was a kid just like yeah. that drew me in. I'm thinking as a kid seeing this guy jump off this... Titantron and then fire exploding and everything neon. I think I'd have found it cool. Yeah. Well, you probably didn't get to see it because it's like dark and glowing dark shit. Mm. You probably didn't even get to see it. But yeah, uh, it, it, it was pretty silly, pretty stupid, but it was Bray. I, I've like, I didn't have any hope. No. After, after watching Bray return with that sweet entrance, I was like, okay, sick, sick. First time after that, I was like, nope. Yeah. Don't care. And definitely gone. LA Knight, though, someone we've watched for a long time. I mean, even I think back to even his impact days, always such a good talker and was able to talk his way into like. He's someone I think you could have carry a secondary title. Sure. US title. Yeah. I mean, the IC title feels pretty big right now with Gunther, but certainly that US division. Yeah. I think he can. He talks you into matches, which uh, I actually listened to uh, him on Corey Graves' podcast quite recently. And he was basically saying that. He was like, when I was a kid, I wasn't attracted to the wrestling. I was attracted to the talking right. and the rock. And yeah. those kind. Of, and we've said before how just the way he moves is very rock-esque. Right. And he's like, and you've got a load of good wrestlers these days. I want to be a good talker. He has, 
he's like, I can wrestle, but he's a good that's wrestler. That's not what like if I can talk, that's something I'm never going to lose. Yeah, uh, and I I think he does back that up. Um, the next match, I got to say, I don't have a whole lot to say about. Yeah, it it unfortunately came on when it was pizza time, <laughs> and it was more hocus pocus. And I think yeah. there was no hope that Alexa was winning this thing. Bianca versus Alexa Bliss went about seven minutes. Bianca wins clean with the KOD. And there's some more Uncle Howdy stuff after. Yeah, just so stupid. Especially to like double, you know, back to back it there. Like the double dose of Mountain Dew, basically. Uh, just just don't care. Uh, when, they, when they kind of announced Alexa Bliss, they, like... Any of the stuff I saw that they were doing to promote this match just seemed so, like, I I personally just didn't care. I'm definitely not into any of the Hocus Pocus Alexa Bliss. If it was more so, like, old school Alexa Bliss that maybe would have had a bit more interest. But I just, again, don't care. So so she's still with Bray Wyatt. He's got his whole character. Well, they it, got the people in the crowd, the masks. Yeah, I think it's Uncle Howdy's pulling the darkness out of her again or whatever. I don't know. It's... I hope this is just just over now with Bianca because we see these things can be death for yeah. performers. I would say I think LA Knight's going to come out of it okay. Yeah. Um, I think Bianca, like, move her. Rhea needs to be like, I'm going for the Raw title tomorrow. Right. You know, like, yeah, we yeah. need that feud. We know that. And Bianca can move away from the spooky shit because it's it's been dangerous for characters before. Like, it... Yeah. it, it, it held Seth back for two years I'd say that yeah. story and he's not the only one that you've had that with so um, the match was a match like it it really didn't uh, hold my interest uh, as I said Pete's arrived at that point so maybe I'm doing it a bit of a disservice uh, but yeah just more hocus pocus yeah I didn't care for it uh, there, there, like the rumble I said this, this show didn't have necessarily like uh, a match that uh, basically like blew me away however i still enjoyed both rumble matches but the like the post match was probably like the more memorable thing from the entire night yeah so shall we go into the women's royal rumble yes um where yeah we, what was this rhea ripley came out first um what were the surprises in this one we had chelsea green make a uh Make an appearance. I think an appearance is about it. She broke the record. Was this the quickest elimination yeah, ever? The quickest elimination possibly ever or possibly in a women's match. Because Santino might still be faster than that. But maybe. Yeah, yeah. we like, strange. We didn't even get Zack Ryder. I was waiting for O-Radio. Well, I, I mean, this, I think she's, Chelsea Green's already posted something on .com where she's like furious about her elimination. Yeah, yeah. But a weird way to debut someone. They did this to her last someone time. Especially who, someone who had a, a rocky debut the time before because yeah. she came in, basically had a match and broke her arm, right? And, and then, then did was, it again. And then did it again. Yeah. So a, a bit strange to debut her that way, but uh, yeah. cool. Chelsea Green's back. I mean, uh, BFAP. Was also in the rumble. B-Famp was in the Roxanne rumble. Perez. Roxanne Perez, women's champ of NXT. She showed up, and uh, I, I cursed it by saying, "Oh, she should be final four. Oh, she's got. <laughs> <laughs> yep, she was thrown out of there. Oscar coming back in a bit of a new. She looked fantastic yeah, yesterday. Evil Oscar, like Connor. Yeah, uh, her whole like tiger mask when she came out, and then the the full face paint. Yeah, I thought she looked awesome. We she had, did. That was so sick. We had one of our non wrestling friends here, and she was like, "Oh." Who is she that? looks so cool. Who is yeah. that? And I think she's someone who, 
improves the division automatically, her inclusion. Like yeah. she's she's one of the best there. She has everything. put her up against yeah. anyone. Like I her and Charlotte again at Mania, I wouldn't mind. Like, sure. I get her win back. Yeah, I feel the women's matches at Mania, apart from Bianca Rhea, a little little harder to see direction right now. Yeah, Rhea, Bianca for sure, but uh Asuka versus anyone. I I, I loved Io Shirai in this ro- yep. Royal Rumble as well. She had a pretty cool showing. Zia Lee. Zia Lee. We, we know we know we love some Zia. The braids. Um they cut to Michelle McCool earlier in the night. Oh yes. Yes, Sorry. I forgot about this spot. Sorry, they cut to Ms. Mark Calloway. Calloway, and then in the women's rumble, she tur- rips her gear off, and Michelle McCool. Like, me? It's me? Oh, I-, I guess so. Good job I didn't dress up nice tonight, and I'm in my sweats. Jumping the wall here, just going in there. She didn't do too well. She still got the most eliminations though in a women's, right? I think. Oh, or did really? Rhea? Did Rhea take that? This Possibly, time? yeah. Mm. But yeah, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, Rhea had seven. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? Like the women's had. Uh, they gave Liv the like, so it was Liv was second and Rhea was first, was she? Yeah. And they, uh, they had. Uh, sorry, was Rhea? Did Rhea open the rumble? Yes, we've said that uh, ten times. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, someone else showed up, and you know, I was extremely excited and lost my mind. Was just screaming in joy that Nia Jax has oh, yes. returned to the WWE in the thirtieth spot in the Women's Royal Rumble. I did. I, I did notice her elimination was uh, being dumped ass first on the apron. My whole, My whole. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone threw her out. Was mm. the spot there? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven eliminated her yeah so she was just thrown out of there uh she wasn't in there too long thankfully do you see that as just a surprise appearance or a signing i mean bringing her back would would mean she's also going to be like on the roster i assume mm. right like it's not i don't know something about I don't know. I don't like know. free agent here but mm. i i thought that was pretty pretty funny and pretty lame People, people over last night were joking, like, "Hey, is she still? Is she still around? Like, she could be someone who yeah. showed up, and then she did." So, uh, Indy Hartwell from NXT and Zoe Stark up as well, and Zoe Stark. Yeah, 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 lots of NXT there. Not, not, no Sol Ruka. No, that could have been cool to see her do the the spot where she always got next her. year. Yeah. yeah, she'll be she'll be a bigger star next year. It'll it'll hit different. Yeah, so women's I thought uh, was fine, like nothing. Yeah. I. I thought it was a perfectly fine match, but nothing really memorable to take away. Yeah, not um, n- nothing, nothing too hot from it. But I think still the right person won there. Yeah, uh, as well. Like Rhea Ripley is someone who's just like becoming this huge star, and I think uh, since coming to WWE main roster, and we watched her a bunch since you know since she showed up with the blonde hair at the May Young Classic. But watching her through NXT and definitely like find herself. Is, was great, but now I think she's connecting on like different, like almost everything is is definitely hitting. And the Judgment Day, I say, is probably working best for her because now everyone's like, you know, everyone last week, this week was like, oh, she should she should show up in the Men's Rumble and this, and she should be fighting guys like China yeah. and this and that. It's because people do see like the comparison, and she just looks like this absolute unit. So yeah, she I should feel- win this, and yeah, she should beat 
Bianca at WrestleMania. We see this all the time, but I, I think when we saw her in the Mae Young Classic and she in the second Mae Young Classic when she was the the heel, yeah, it worked so well. She seemed like this big mean bully. There, there was like that Pete Dunne vibe about her. Sure. I felt. Then when she moved to NXT US, they had her as a babyface the whole run right up to her move to the main roster. And we was we were always saying like we like Rhea, but something's really not clicking yeah. with us. And then they had the empty arena match with Charlotte at that Mania, which was probably one of the best matches of that weekend. But still, you then had her in depressed babyface mode, which never really works for me when your babyface is moaning about losing a championship or whatever. As soon as they put her in Judgment Day, it just worked. You got that heel charisma out of her. Now she's got that cool heel charisma where you could easily have a babyface. I... I feel even if she's going into this match as a heel against Bianca, I feel the crowd could be pretty split for this one. Absolutely. Uh, you would be having people... She's over. She's so yeah. over. Like People were cheering for her, even though she's technically supposed to be the bad guy. Like I'm eyeing that shirt. I tell you all, I have the OG Eddie, I'm your poppy shirt. Right. So like, I you think want, it would I'm be pretty mommy? funny if I walked around with that, uh, that one as well. And she, she came out first in this rumble as well, right? <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. That's shocking. Crazy. Good for her. Uh, you know what? I, I think they, they've struck gold with Rhea Ripley and this year will the rest of the, the next few months will definitely show that I think uh that is a match that they have my attention for if if going forward that is a match you would assume that's yeah. the big WrestleMania one is that Bianca main eventing one three years in a row yeah. possibly yeah yeah possibly main Mrs. eventing Mrs. WrestleMania wow um Chris Elliott in the chat says WWE shop released a Nia Jack shirt so think she's hanging around so wow. good stuff there. I bet it's great should I put that in my cart as well when I buy the I'm your mommy shirt mm. <laughs> the new what is, what is Nia Jack's t-shirt without looking at it what do you think I'm not like most girls <laughs> That one was a pretty great shirt. I'm not but, like most. <laughs> Do you remember they, yeah, release, they yeah. release one for men? Yeah, so yeah. I'm not like most. I'm not like most girls. And people were like, wait a second. Can we, can we do that? And they're like, let's let's get rid of it. I think it's going to have – it should say my hole. My she, hole. Did, when she left WWE, did she ever go that like PWT route? Because she would, she would make money with that, my hole shirt. No, I think she went that CYN route, didn't she? All I know is Cody's got a new shirt where it looks like he's like running for president or something. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> oh, he's got the Nightmare Factory tracksuit and everything now. Wow. They have a Bray Wyatt glow-in-the-dark moth shirt. That looks cool. There's, some, there's a new Booker T shirt that they released. WWE shop is wild. Whoa. Davey, the Hardy official Royal Hardy. Rumble shirt, and it's sold out. Yeah. How can we do a podcast talking about the Rumble from last night without talking about Hardy? Yeah. Not Matt. I, not Jeff. I never knew I needed another Hardy in my life until this Kid Rock cosplayer. <laughs> we were up. all debating, is that Kid Rock? He did just allow Undertaker to use his music, so maybe it <laughs> is Kid Rock. It, uh, it, no, it's Hardy. It's his kid. Oh, is that okay? No, it's not actually his kid, but yeah, uh, yeah. You, great, great stuff. Yeah, got me hyped for the main this song. Now, look, it's it's real easy to go music act, fucking stupid. Why is it in our wrestling? But it didn't sound like it was good. <laughs> I've, I've I've enjoyed some yeah. musical performances at WrestleManias in the past and things. I think it does give it that you know Super Bowl and feel. 
Hardy, not so much. I don't know. Was Hardy, it his Hardy fault? ain't quite Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. So like Hardy again, country music not usually my 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 forte, my my favorite, but I can still get down with it. You know what I mean? So it just felt like something wasn't connecting. Was it an issue? Was the sound not like put together? Pro- I don't know what it was, but I did not like this performance. And then. To have like pyro going off, he's in the middle of the ring. They took the ropes down. It's just really weird. Good uh, for him. But like, yeah, good for him. Check, you know, play his music on Spotify. I'm sure. Go do his shirt sold out. So good for yeah. Like it's how, just how many do they print? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> I I've never heard of him before, mm. but uh, they they said he was country music superstar. So I who who are we to doubt them? Yeah, I'm sure like someone loved. I didn't it, know so. Florida Georgia Line until WWE. And now look at him. Told me about him. <laughs> the, the the one guy from Florida Georgia Line has gone solo. Oh, so they need is to bring it him. <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, he didn't look like that guy right. from from them. Well, we have a main event to talk about, and I guess we'll spend most of the time on the on the post match. But Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for the undisputed Universal WWE Championship to close the show. Uh, first time a uh, singles match has closed the Rumble since, I think, Punk v. Rock, I'd like to guess. In oh, wow. 2013. Um, so almost 10 years. I might be wrong there, but I don't think I am. Uh, yeah, we, we've seen these two tie up a few times. We've seen them tie up at a Rumble before. Um, like, I think, I think KO tends to be one of Roman's better opponents. I think they both bring the physicality out of each other a lot. Um but obviously the main story here is the Sammy bloodline stuff, which closed like the last what, 10, 15 minutes of this show. Yeah, big and chunk it was very of compelling. It. I thought. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know what? The match itself was still pretty good, but I think there is fatigue of seeing this match yep. quite a few times and not just even pay-per-views, but like raw shows, dark shows. They've done, they probably wrestled each other the past few years, like a hundred plus times. I think this is a feud that they've maybe it made sense to come back to because of Sammy. And also they had a pretty good feud during the empty arena time. Yeah. So it was a, a chance to kind of give them that match in a stadium yeah. as well. I totally but get we, it. We've seen it in the, you know, Kevin Owens universal title run with where Roman was a baby face. We've seen this pairing quite a few times. Yeah. So I am a little like kind of, you can't do anything really else that's going to, I think yeah. elevated because you have done probably everything you two can possibly do. Now, of course, with the Sammy thing, it, it totally makes sense. Cause Sammy being out there with just Sammy, just Heyman and Roman, the crowd were going bonkers for Sammy the whole time. Roman with his little like, like nuances of like kind of being upset that, you know, the crowd's more into Sammy and he's not even in the match. Yeah. And, and, and the little things too, like Sammy coming out during the entrance. Acting like he was so nervous for this big match where he wasn't even, he's not even in the match. So I thought that was also really funny. He was just like, you know, sl- trying to slap himself and be like, okay, I got to get into this, but like, you're not in the match. What was interesting is in Sammy's interview with Ariel Hawani last week, yeah. he said about how Heyman has been the one who's been the hardest to win over with him being in this bloodline right. group. Like the others have been like, oh, it's working for the story. So cool. And apparently yeah. Heyman's been a little bit more. Whoa. Unsure about it, which plays wonderfully on camera as yeah. well here with just Sammy and Heyman. Interesting. And um What, Paul Heyman's not an El Generico fan? 
No, I think he is. He's just like, <laughs> doesn't know if it should be with this. Or, right. or what, I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was along the lines of Heyman's been the hardest to kind of right. win over here. Um, the I will say, the as much as we've seen Roman and Kevin Owens before, the head slamming against the steel stairs spot yeah. was nasty. Yeah, it reminded me of uh, Joe and Darby. Uh, yeah. A few times this, where they kill each other. It was scary. Yeah. Like, I think it was. I think it was still protected. It looked like it was. It was done very well. Yeah, yeah. Though. It looked great. Uh, Roman just being a real mean bully there. Uh, finally, putting an end to Kevin Owens. But like you said, the, you know what? The match was fine. Still a solid match between Owens and Roman. But uh, nothing that like definitely blew me away. But it would, I think, have everyone's attention for the next, like you said, ten to fifteen minutes where they chose to end the show. This is a stadium. Mm. What like fifty thousand people here in Texas. And the Royal Rumble started the show, and yet you still had people eating out of your oh, hands yeah. for this segment. Like, uh, again, I love wrestling for the actual wrestling and the matches, but sometimes when things like this are done so well, it can it can be, like, so memorable, and people will be talking about it forever. And this this angle where Roman ties up Owens, he gets the, the boys, the Usos, to, to handcuff him, and, like, the the telling Sammy, you know, you got to do it. You're the one who's got to do it. Sammy stops him. Don't do it. And he's like, yeah, well, why don't you hit your own friend? I need you to do it. And everything about it was just like yeah. so magical. Uh, the shield callback with the exact same like, yeah, frame. Yeah, Sammy's just, he moves just behind Roman. Yeah. And clocks him in the back. And uh, then, and then like, man, it was like a movie, right? Like I'm thinking like uh, Scorsese here where it's like, then he drops the chair and says, I, I did out. it. I did it. I'm out, but I ain't gonna hit you two because I love you two. Yeah. And then they're like, they're they're just so mad. It's it's like uh, again, it's like The Departed, where then the Usos are like, well, sorry, it had to be this way. You, you crossed the family, man. <sighs> Super kicks. You know what I mean? Oh. Like it was it was so good. I, I like the Oscars are in a few it weeks. Was, How do we get all of these guys in there? Jay Uso walking. Jay being like, nah. Jay being the one who. This whole bloodline story started with Jay. Yeah. You had the the Hell in a Cell match, Jay and Roman, which was, I think, a real highlight of that empty arena Thunderdome era with main event Jay Uso coming up. Yeah, and how he was then the first to join the bloodline and kind of uh, align himself with Roman to being unsure about Sammy to seeing what Sammy's gone through to trusting Sammy to being Sammy's brother to winning the retaining the tag titles with Sammy on Monday and then being the one who is like, nah, I am, I'm not doing this. I'm out. It's, it's a, it's an interesting layer, which I don't think we, especially in WWE, see as many layers as this. Like the easy two dimensional booking is the bloodline kick out Sammy. This little wrinkle makes it so much more interesting yeah. moving forwards. No, it was it was so well done. All the acting from everyone, like all the storytelling, uh, very very reminding of uh, like what the elite and Hangman and Kenny and the Bucks were doing like a few yeah. years ago with them when they were like, "Ooh, are they friends?" and stuff like that. Like, of course, as wrestling fans, us smart fans are always like, "Oh, can they can they coexist?" That's the the storyline. That's exactly what this really is. Like, oh, are they friends or are they not? And the way they've done every little thing is so good to little things that I'm sure we'll be finding out. Like, if you rewatch it, I've rewatched it already this morning, but like little Easter eggs of everything. The shield thing, obviously, being like the same way they shot it and everything, like purposely done that way. But 
I, I thought it was really well and just done. just the shot at the end of Kevin Owens and Sammy, like, laying next to each other. Yeah, Owens, out. like, like stuck to the ropes in the, in the handcuffs and, and Sammy being laid out with, like, the, the tribal... Oh, when, when, he, yeah. when Roman just ripped the shirt off his oh, chest. Oh, man. Heartbreak. Yeah, it was, it was done perfectly, yeah. I thought. We, we've known, we know as wrestling fans, we know... You're putting people together. You're going to split them for a match. Right. And with Montreal around the corner, we knew it was coming soon. Yeah. Um, we thought it could have been blood and guts. Sorry, war games, like way back in November. But I thought they they stuck the ending here with this. And absolutely, the, the such a such a, a moment, definitely. Like the 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 whole like months leading up to something like this, like will be definite one of the best storylines that they've done in a long time. And it's it's all just because Sammy was such a goofball, yeah. hanging around with these guys, and it was just so funny. And like, think of it like, uh, it's like I'm talking about like it's an in memoriam here. Like, think of the Usi times. Think of you know yeah. all the the different things, the Waffle Houses, whatever it is that you want to talk about. And then to come down to this, like it is it is like a long story arc of like a show where finally, like, what I can't believe this happened in this in it's and really just good. proves as well, like right from day one when they started this story we're going ah well it's it's got to build to the rock right like he's the he's the real head of the table he's making millions in hollywood and stuff right right. it's just got to show you don't need to rely on these part-timers or these old people like you can if you write compelling stories with people who are capable of acting and getting that story across you can do it yeah. And we've seen it in the past. We've seen it with Daniel Bryan going up. Uh, you've this, this, everyone. Like the, the Usos have never been more interesting. Sure. They're a great tag team. But now there was a whole period of time where I went, I've been watching these guys for years. I still don't know which one's which. I can tell them both part easily now because yeah. they're very different defined characters. Solo Sokoa, one of the best NXT call-ups in years, I'd say. For sure. What they've done with him. I think it, it just shows have faith have faith in your talent and have faith in your writing team and commit to stories like stick with stories don't don't get sidetracked with other sparkly things going on well like- it's funny you say that because then we can go back around and bring this conversation back in Cody Rhodes yeah. is just doing the same shit he did in AEW yeah right I'm Cody Rhodes. Book me as the champ. Book me as the Rumble winner. Book me as the main event of this. Book me as that. Yeah, but we got a whole storyline going on over here that would probably make a lot more sense if we pro like stretch this out to yeah. But Cody has to yeah. win. Yeah. So really, Cody's just doing the same shit. No, no, you're, you're not wrong. It is. It right? is like definitely you. You end this show and you want the match. You want is Sammy and Roman. Yeah. The match. The- arena in san antonio last night we're chanting so loud that i mean we're watching a pay-per-view ww did not censor the version we were Mm. watching it live on whatever but fuck you roman chants echoed out they were so loud so like you tell me who's the real star right now cody rhodes yes absolutely he's so i'm so happy he's back in in the fed and and yeah he won the rumble but did he get a louder reaction than Sami Zayn? Absolutely not. No. So El Generico for world champion in the it's WWE. It's definitely going to be an interesting couple of months. But like, it's. I mean, just listen to us talk. How how long have we talked about main roster WWE like this for a long time? We we used to do these pay per view reviews, yeah, monthly for every single pay per view once since we started the Patreon, and then 
we had that SummerSlam and we were like, I, I don't want to do it anymore. It's yeah. too much. We'll, we'll talk about it in passing on up next or whatever. But this, we've gone on for an hour already on this pay-per-view because we're kind of brought back in. To be fair, but you know what? Right you know, to be fair, like the, the pay-per-view itself still was not like very, very good to be, to be real. It was like, it was literally this. 15 minutes at the end that made it feel like the most special thing with what a show but the actual show itself we had friends over we had a party we were drinking and stuff so it definitely made it feel like okay rumble but when i think back like especially around the rumble i'm sure i'm not on my own where people you know throw on retro rumbles and watch old ones and stuff it still didn't hit with the a lot of the wrestling uh for me highlights easily the Sami Zayn, just the whole mm. angle but the men's rumble i, I that second half really still got me into it. So I'd still say WWE is going to WWE because it was still like such, such really good stuff I really liked. And then some stuff I just really did, didn't give two flying shits about. It, meaning a lot of it. That Mountain Dew thing was not good. And it's still something I had to sit through. Same with Bianca and Alexa Bliss and more spooky shit. So WWE is still going to cast that net over everyone. And that's what they do, right? You get your little bit of good shit yeah. with that angle. You get some good wrestling. You get some bad. So it was still it was, a mixed bag. It was definitely a thumbs up for thumbs me. Up. I, I thought the men's rumble was one of the best rumbles in years. Fair, I yeah. really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed the main. Like having maybe me sitting on my own, watching the whole thing, I'd get a bit bored. I had friends over. I yeah. had the breathing space in between the matches with the stuff I didn't really care about exactly. so much. So I was okay with that. Um, yeah, it, it was definitely a thumbs up. And I do think Rumble is... Did did this Rumble achieve uh, a lot of direction for WrestleMania? It did. So for me, it was a it was a thumbs up. It's just a different product. Like I, I watch AEW for, you know, kill a match, kill a match, kill a match, kill yeah, a match. Yeah. WWE, it, it does the storytelling thing. Like AEW does as well, of course, but... I think Rumble is very much setting up for Mania. And I, I think at job. the moment they're doing a really good job. At they that. did a great job. And it, it does feel like now everyone's going to be so behind. Sammy's going to have just like nuclear, like crowd reactions for the next months going into this. You know, like unfortunately for Cody, he's, he's shooting hoard himself into where people are going to, ch- like they're going to have to now avoid that because it, I don't th- I You're think you're going to have to find tough. a way to keep it quite separate. Yeah. I think at this point. So. So whether it's Sammy and Roman stick mainly to SmackDown right now, and Cody yeah. is kind Cody of, will feud with it's Seth. It's going to be interesting how they do it. <laughs> he's going to put the he's going to put the Rumble spot on the line against Seth. He could put the Rumble spot on the line in the chamber. Maybe. I just, like then what's like, the I point of prove myself? Well, like what's the point of yeah, no, the whole I, Rumble? I know, right? I know. Like, it's it is it is definitely a a curious like yeah thing they're going to have to figure out, but. But yeah, Sami Zayn. I don't know, they've been doing quite well. I'll give them credit. So, look, I still want to see Cody and Roman. Don't get me wrong. But now I think everyone is like, ooh, like, yeah, but they got all this right here. So we'll, we'll see. That, um, like Sami in Montreal, though, is going to be, like, I'm excited. It's going to be nuts. Very excited. He's going to be, he's going to be so over. It's going to be the craziest reaction. So it's like, yeah, how crazy is that this guy's not going to be in that match in WrestleMania? Yeah. So it's not like you can make it a triple threat either, right? So. No, I mean they have in the past, but I don't. I don't think that's as big as yeah. the singles. Yeah. Well, shall we transition over uh, to a bit of AEW talk? We probably won't spend quite as long as we normally do about AEW, but um, another 
solid show this week, I thought. It like definitely had that cathartic moment, Warner Brothers Discovery allowing Jay Briscoe to to have a bit right. of a tribute this week. Um main eventing with Mark Briscoe versus Jay Lethal, which um had me in tears this thing like Jay Lethal just not being able to hold it together at the beginning yeah as soon as they come out Mark holding both titles yeah being announced as co-holder of the ROH tag titles like I'm getting choked up talking about it like it was I thought it was pretty beautiful yeah man it, it was so it was so like sad but so good to see at the same time like get very emotional I don't know how these guys weren't just bawling out when yeah. they were out there especially Mark Briscoe man like all the credit in the world to you uh I think I think a lot of us were like, okay, well, he's got to be doing this for a reason. If he asked for this, because that's how he's grieving, right? Like yeah. he's a wrestler, he's an artist. So I think that was the case, man. I think he he needed to go out there and do it, and to have him come out on TV finally. You know, the Briscoes didn't make it to TV, but we had Mark Briscoe who made it, and uh, it was a very special moment. Um, did you did you see the the video Caprice Coleman? Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, which just marked like the strength of this guy, who's who's basically saying like I've. I've got to carry on Jay's work yeah. now, really. Like I'm, I'm living on for Jay and him feeling like he's there comforting his friends, you know, yeah. other people where this guy's lost his, his brother, his best friend, his tag partner. All so that. Like so sad. And to, and to see all the wrestlers at the end and come out and like, you yeah. know, like all these Jay, Jay Briscoe and the Briscoe has been such a prominent part of like indie wrestling and worked with so many of the big names that's come through. Like literally everyone who's big now has probably worked with them or, or, you know, talk to them or, or like they said, like taking things from them or, you know, was inspired it, by Excalibur said something along the lines of Jay lethal, uh, sorry, Jay Briscoe is responsible for the wrestling you love today. Like his style, his work, like influenced so many yeah. people and is very much that AEW style that we enjoy. Yeah, that badass man, and 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 I just it was a it was a cool moment and good for Tony Khan, good for AEW, and you know Warner allowing that all that stuff. It's so silly that it wasn't allowed the week before, but you know it's, it was a day before last week. So. But also giving like uh, I think it definitely needed more like that the video package or something on that show. Mark wasn't going to wrestle the yeah. day after, but yeah, and having yeah. a, a week allowed for that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah, and I Jay- haven't had a chance to see the pre- uh, tribute yet. Uh, just the tribute show. Oh yeah, I haven't had the the time right now, but something I absolutely want to see. I think it's up on their YouTube. It's on now. their YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to put that on uh, this week because I, I did not get a chance to watch it. But yeah, uh, I enjoyed all the little tributes that they did give Jay Briscoe on Wednesday. I enjoyed the main event of Mark Briscoe. That Jay Lethal always getting in there, always getting <laughs> TV time, no matter what. Yeah. No, uh, I thought that was really special as well. You know, it must have been hard for both those guys, but. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a plus from Dynamite given the, the Jay Briscoe love there. Uh, Brian Cage, Danielson, that was a pretty fun match as well. That was uh, solid. Progressing, progressing the storyline, MJF and Daniel Bryan, I, or Danielson. I think, I think they need to do something to heat that up a bit more, uh, in the next few weeks. Got MJ- Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, week, yeah, we know, pretty cool. we know Toothless Tim from yeah. NXT. We know all about him. So, and what he's capable of. The, the, that's a great, that's a great, uh, styles not really styles clash but th- those two together will be fantastic yeah I think. the most british non-british guy yeah. to ever tie him up uh yeah i'm excited for that match but it's still kind of not uh making mjf feel like this like 
ultimate heel because no, he's, he's giving us matches. good matches every week that's like oh okay thanks uh you should just continue this feud forever i guess i gotta say i'm not really feeling the jericho ricky stark stuff right now yeah. i think the action and dready stuff has actually brought starks down who yeah. I, I think had those those great promos battles with mjf and i thought a pretty solid main event with mjf yeah to beating jericho i thought ricky was like at a good level yeah i think I, it's not that I don't like this action and ready guy, but I feel you're trying to do, you're trying to kind of build up two people. And I, I feel we should really maybe just be focusing on Starks right now. Uh, that hasn't really connected with me. And I, I feel again, it's these, these Jericho feuds, which although you can get some good stuff out of it, yeah, you go into that Jericho vortex and you're stuck there for six months before you get out. Yeah, uh, it's it's fine. I'm sure it'll eventually help Ricky Starks. In the end, he's going to win this feud. I imagine we get like some sort of rematch with them at the pay-per-view, and then hopefully that's just the feud. Like, Don't do what you just said. Don't do the next mm. year. Don't do the whole summer feuding with them. But yeah, uh, that, that that wasn't bad. I, you know what? Good for the, the, the kid action there to, to get in and hang with some of these guys who've yeah. been doing this a long time. So he, he does look good, actually. I, I think he's pretty... He's pretty solid, but don't let the feud go on forever. Anything else to take away from this week? Uh, no, it's mainly the Jay, the Jay Briscoe, Briscoe stuff. Me. Yeah, that was that was really good, man. It did make me uh, get a little emotional watching it. Next week's looks pretty stacked, though. We've oh already, yeah, we've already mentioned Danielson versus Thatcher. You've got Jade Cargill uh, versus Red Velvet for number fifty on her on her win list. Red her Velvet. own baddie. Red Velvet was number one, and she's going to be number 50 now. Whoa. Uh, Takeshita versus Cage, which any Takeshita match is pretty good, and, and Cage is very solid. So uh, Takeshita's going to chop the shit out of Brian Cage, right? Just for Ric Flair? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. going to be like, Flair, watch this. You saw the video? I saw that, and then I went back to rewatch the yeah. chops, and like, nah, they, they sound pretty loud to me. All right, Ric Flair and... Daniel uh, Bryan, Brian Danielson's chest is pretty pretty red from these chops, so... Look, Ric Flair on his podcast or something was just nitpicking how he he said he watched Takeshita. Well, he didn't even know the guy's this, name. This kid, this Japanese kid. Yeah, this he's Japanese like, kid. He's like, oh, his chops were so weak that he couldn't, uh, you know, chop anything. And and I went, what? Like this clip was circulating. So I I too just typed it into Twitter, and some someone did isolate the chops from that match. He was fucking chopping the shit out of him. I find with a lot of these old timers, it's it's when something is popular. Yeah. It's like, I don't like, you see, you see the same in pop music. Like suddenly yeah. a new musician gets popular. You hear these old timers go, uh, say Scorsese, yeah. Marvel films. It's just <laughs> like, Oh, I don't like that. It's, I don't know. Takeshita's pretty great. And I, I loved the classiness of Takeshita's tweet where he was like, his reply, Rick Flair, I respect you. I think you're fantastic. And you're the king of chops. So I will work on them. I will work to improve them. And maybe you can teach me. Watch me. All, watch me now is what he said. Whereas other people will go, yo, fuck off, old man. <laughs> like, so classy, classy from Takeshita there. Um, yeah, I, I, that match should be good. Takeshita, man, is, is great. I hope he has a big match at their pay-per-view. I hope he's, like, given a, a, a big, like, one-on-one thing. Um, We've got Darby versus Samoa Joe part three, but this time no holds barred. Yeah. It was violent enough without a stip, so I'm, I'm scared. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. The last two were 
fucking awesome. So Samoa Joe having a great, he, he found a great dance partner in Darby Allen. Yeah. Uh, these two are, yeah. If you thought the Owens stare spot was at the Rumble was bad this weekend, wait till you see what Darby I'm Allen is. Genuinely, yeah. Darby's, Darby's gonna get with Darby. Murdered. It's like if he doesn't look like he might die, like it's, it's not a Darby match, but. Fuck! Like if they they went pretty heavy the first two, they're gonna go. Here. Yeah, they're gonna go Samoa Joe Necro Butcher on um, yeah. Darby Allen here. This, yeah, he's gonna power slam him on his head. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's exactly what I'm thinking because I remember when we did that best death match ever show with um Damien. With Damien we were like, it's not technically a death match, but it's so violent yeah. that it's it's not death matches in with taking razor blades to each other's yeah. heads, but it's just the level of violence. And I feel we're getting that with these two. Yeah. 100%. And then John Moxley versus Hangman Page in the rubber match, which... Oh, next week? Yeah, which wow. I was surprised. I thought might be built to revolution, but I feel I still, this is part three now. I feel this could be the blow off. I still think that maybe something happens where they fight at the pay-per-view and that's the okay. final like uh, blow off there. And then maybe Hangman goes for a title opportunity against MJF. Right. Possibly is the direction yeah. I think. Makes but yeah, this, this feels like a, a pretty big dynamite um in yeah. dayton ohio nice you going uh not not next week. <laughs> no. no i'm I'm in cuba yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's where it is this week cuba no, no dayton yeah dayton, yeah yeah well uh that uh that seems pretty good uh, i definitely have my attention on, on a lot of those matches mm. there uh, takesh has been someone i actually have been really in, invested in and it's just it's just because of a lot of his wrestling that i've just been like whoa okay i he's become must watch uh, and that Joe Darby match sounds great. So, yeah, definitely we'll be tuning in to that. We'll talk about it uh, next week. We should have a programming note. Next week uh, is WWE NXT Vengeance Day. Yes. Saturday night. And, uh, well, uh, we're not going to be going live right after that show. We're going to be going live the Sunday, the February 5th at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. on the post wrestling YouTube. So instead of our normal Sunday show on this feed next Sunday, we're just going to combine it and do our NXT post show. It's going to be very similar to today's show where yeah. we spend most of the focus on yeah. takeover. Sorry, don't call it a takeover. Don't you on Vengeance fucking Day, dare call it um, With a little bit of AEW talk and other business after. Um, that'll be next Sunday at 2 p.m. Yes. So uh, come hang out as we do that. So it'll be on Sunday on uh, the post wrestling feed. I'll take the audio and put it on both, uh, I think, feeds here. Yeah, so uh, go uh, check that out there. Uh, this is a time to continue with some plugs because we have recorded a bunch of podcasts mm-hmm. here. Uh, you like free stuff. Well, on the free feed, we launched a Flashback Friday, meaning a free Patreon show. We took an old Patreon show with Karen Peterson where we looked at the best matches of Io Shirai before her WWE run. We also link the matches there. You can go and watch them and listen to Davey, myself, and Karen chat all about and nerd out over Io Shirai. We did this show back in October, but we're giving it to you for free now. It's on this very free feed. Also on the free feed every Thursday, Shot in the Dark, John Ceno covers all the other wrestling you may or may not watch in 15 minutes or less, and it's on this feed as well. And I love when he talks about, wow, women of wrestling. Yes. They've been on a run lately. Yeah. They're having a tournament for a new champion. Ooh. And uh, they've been they've been killing it. Um, 
trying to think of other free stuff. We, we have, have uh, yeah, so every Friday we rotate uh, a free show, whether it be an old Patreon show like the EO Shirai show we just put out or the Detox with you and Jordan Goodman where you talk about anything and everything except for wrestling. Yep. Uh, you all should know Jordan by now. And, uh, Lots of dicks. It can go, it can go in a, a variety of different directions, this show. It's a fun listen. And... And B Detroit and John Ceno have their own show, What Up Doe, where they talk uh, a lot about kind of hip hop, hip hop in wrestling, um, movies, TV, pop culture, video games. Uh, another good listen. I know a lot of you, especially during that pandemic era where we were kind of talking with our listeners a lot. We were video gaming a lot and stuff like that. I know a lot of our listeners have interests in that as well as wrestling. Yeah. So definitely check it out because they can talk about that shit way better than I can. For sure. Uh, check out all the free stuff that we got going on here. And uh, if you like us even more, that's when you should go to patreon.com slash poisonrana. Five bucks for a month access to access everything coming out this month. And everything that we've released on the Patreon is in the, available in that back catalog, meaning best match ever, great Muda with WH Park, where we nerd out about the Muda scale. We have uh, retro NXT reviews. We're going to have another Was Next coming out. You want to talk about Sami Zayn? We've been talking about Sami and his hot babyface NXT run. Oh, yeah. On Was it's Next. all Sami and Was Next at the moment. Yeah, Sasha Banks, too. We just did an Up Yours with uh, Dan Reed, who selected Battle Royale, kind of fitting in with both our yeah. Rumble and Japanuary theme. Uh, that was a great chat. First time I'd seen that film. Uh, we also did a review of WWF All Japan New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestling Summit from 1990, a huge crossover event at the Tokyo Dome. Um, but we're coming up to a new month as well, where we're going to have lots of shows coming out next month, including best match ever, Stephanie McMahon. Yes, we're going to be looking at the best matches of stephanie mcmahon she's no longer with wwe when shane left wwe we did a best match ever shane that's on the patreon somewhere from last year we thought it's only fair to look at and celebrate stephanie mcmahon and we couldn't do this alone so we've we've drafted matty edwards from grapple spotlight uh who's a big wwe stan big steph um big steph stan uh so we've enlisted his help to talk all about the career of Stephanie McMahon. We're probably going to talk a lot about weddings. That's okay. A lot of wedding talk. That's right. Best. We already did a best wedding ever yeah. show somewhere down the line. Yeah. In fact, there. But yeah. Moments of love, <laughs> yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of podcasts. We do a bunch every week and a bunch every month. And it, if you... If you if you subscribe as a friend, it's only five bucks. That means like pennies per podcast. There are hours of entertainment. You need podcasts on your car draw, on your rides and all that stuff for your showers. We're here for you. Yeah. All the content, wrestling reviews, movie reviews. It's we there. We still get t- well, like people who've just found us and like, oh, I, I've just started from the beginning. And yeah. they're, they're catching up on, you know, oh, Freddie Got Fingered reviews with, with Wei Ting and stuff like that. Yeah. So go check us out, guys. It's only five bucks. And uh, we love creating podcasts and we are working on this february schedule i'll tell you right now we have we have patrons the 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 world champs the family tier they get to pick stuff yeah we just did battle royale which uh, which was awesome they get to pick stuff and we we have said no to some things in the past mm. some people have uh requested certain things that we just said no we won't Sometimes do that. Sometimes a bit problematic or, very, very problematic or just too difficult to find. Like if it's like, oh, you've got to subscribe to this yeah. this network and this and blah, blah, blah. So we we have 
gotten a movie request, I think a few times, and we, we unfortunately had to say no because it's just too damn long. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. So, and, yeah. But Christmas, it ain't happening. Summer, it ain't happening. Too busy. There's too much other stuff going on. February, not a lot happening. So this, this could turn a lot of people off, but also turn a lot of people on. Next month on the Patreon, uh, I forget who's... It's Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Been waiting very patiently. So I got a shout out, like Emmanuel. A, like a good old hobbit. <laughs> That's right. We're putting our rings on. We're going to be looking at the Fellowship of the Ring. I can't wait. God damn it. Are we doing extended edition? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no. No, I. it might be a bit of a... I don't know if we'll be doing this scene by scene because it's a three-hour long movie. Oh, boy. Uh, but it's it's one of my favorite films of all time. Wow. If not my... Well, the trilogy are just my favorite films of all time. So I'm super excited about diving back into middle earth diving you can't swim sam a wizard is never late or early or whatever it is oh god so yeah there's a there's a tease for february there that will be a patreon show uh that comes out as as well as some other wrestling we're working on that but we we are going to be uh (laughs) chris Chris ellie in the chat says he thought for a second we when we mentioned emmanuel he thought we were going to (laughs) be reviewing emmanuel that's something we've teased for a while as well If you know, you know. And if you don't know, you might be too young. Yeah, if you remember those Friday nights on Channel 5 back in the day, uh, UK listeners, you know what we're talking about. Canadian listeners, showcase. (laughs) Skidamax. Yeah. Emmanuel. That would be a great... Emmanuel versus Dracula was my favorite. (laughs) But yeah, we'll be putting together the full uh, February uh, schedule very soon, uh, out later this week, uh, talking about, yeah, Steph, uh, Lord of the Rings, and... I think for free, sometime probably in Feb, we'll be putting out a Jay Briscoe show yes. as well. Yeah, so uh, lots of content. Go check us out on all the socials at Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Hey, go follow our Instagram. We're we're not super. We're trying to be super active on it since we re- recreated our Instagram. So give, go give us a follow. I'll tell you right now, if you do, you'll see some of the ridiculous stories that we post at. Odd hours I feel of the we've day. had a few weird ones this week. Yeah, we? <laughs> exactly. So if you don't, if you are a fan of us and you don't follow, you are missing out because some people reply to them being like, "You guys are ridiculous." So <laughs> if you're missing out, you're missing out. But go follow the Instagram for the great story posts that we do, and you can find links to all our socials, all our YouTubes, our Patreon, everything at PoisonRana. Yes. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate you hanging out with us wherever you may be. Shout out everyone in the YouTube chat. We love and appreciate you, too. We hope that you had a nice rumble, whether you were watching it by yourself with friends, whether you're here listening to us talk about it. Hope you had a good rumble. Yeah, I do want to, just because Heavy T has asked a couple of times in the chat, so just address him before we say goodbye. Asking, do you guys think Tony Khan is going to retire the classic ROH tags to the Briscoes and release new ones for a tournament? I could totally yeah. see something like that happening. Yeah, new, I, new I titles. Think some sort of tournament, final battle. Is it, sorry, no, Supercard of Honor. Right. Maybe have your new champions. I could see maybe going with a top flight, like two brothers as well. Like, right. Felt like they were setting up them versus the Briscoes anyway. Maybe yeah, it might yeah. be nice next generation thing yeah true uh, but yeah i expect a lot of jay briscoe tributes and stuff and yeah. certainly maybe mark keeping those titles yeah yeah it's pretty sad man i would like to see more mark briscoe though yeah uh still wrestling i hope he's on that supercard of honor show 
Uh, yeah, for absolutely. sure. We'll definitely be checking that out. Uh, we will be seeing some wrestling too. We are at Smash Wrestling in Toronto. If you are in Toronto area, February 16th, mm-hmm. I believe it's a Thursday, Demand Lucha. Uh, we're going to be going to. So uh, anyone in the area, go check that out. Our boy Gringo. Gringo fucking Taking logo, on Joey Janela. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. It's going to be hardcore. Yeah. Uh, we have, we've been having fun. We have been having fun podcasting and chatting with you people. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. Dallas. Yeah. That's it. That's all. We rumbled. Young men rumble. I, myself, Brayden Harrington, Twitter, Instagram. You can find me at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, what did Roman say to Sammy? You can go back to doing jackass shit. Oh, oh, hi.